good day, Binance Station listeners. Welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Jalen E, bringing you some informative topics in ESL, motivational stuff, and whatnots. For this episode, I will share with you the common suggestions or tips I usually share with my students online. Alright, so without further ado, let's start with number one, make it simple. Other English teachers would use the term keep it simple. Yeah, basically the same thing though. <laughs> okay, so when you say make it simple or keep it simple, obviously that means do not complicate. Because when you keep it simple, it's easier for you to express what's in your mind what's in your heart and that way you'll become more fluent it's easier for you to express the ideas by the way you should express the idea you should focus on your ideas not on the words so let's say there's a question what is a family how are you going to answer the question what is a family I'll give you enough time to think before you answer. Again, the question was, what is a family? Applying the suggestion or tip that we just discussed, keep it simple or make it simple. How are you going to answer the question, what is a family? The most common simple answer would be, a family is your dad, your mom, you, and your brother or sister if you have siblings. All right. It sounds so simple. Okay, now, but how can we express our ideas in a simple way? Yeah, that's a question that may, most of my students would ask me. There's one trick, and I'm about to tell you this good trick you can do in order for you to keep it simple when you're trying to express something in English. This trick can be helpful if your English level is still like beginner or level two. And this trick is you have to think of the person you're talking to as a three-year-old kid, a three-year-old native English speaker. Okay, so that sounds weird, right? But here's the thing. When you think of the person you're talking to as like an adult and he knows a lot of English words already because he's a native speaker, it adds the pressure for you to express your ideas in a more complicated way. But if you think of me, for example, you're speaking with me as if I'm only a three-year-old boy, it's much easier for you to express your ideas in a simple way because you're thinking, oh, it's okay to use simple words. It's okay to use simple phrases. Because even though this person is a native English speaker, he wouldn't understand if I try to express the ideas in a complicated way, right? 
So that's how you do it. Keep it simple. Okay, now let's move to the other one that I would usually teach my students. Give an example. Give an example. How? Well, in one of my previous episodes that I've already deleted, actually I deleted it because I don't think it's a good episode to begin with. So yeah, I, I decided not to publish it anymore uh, because I cringe every time I, <laughs> I listen to it. That's the first episode I made. Yeah, you can ask me what it was if you haven't listened to that episode before. Again, the next tip I would usually share with my students is give an example. What do you mean by giving an example? If you're having a hard time expressing yourself, just give a simple example. Remember in, the, in our previous tip, uh, I, I explained to you that you have to keep it simple, right? Now, how about even if you're trying to keep it simple, you're still having a hard time expressing an idea in your mind in English. Okay, now just give an example. All right, again, I'm going to ask you a question that I've already asked in that particular episode that I deleted. The question is, what is a cat? What is a cat? I'll give you enough time to think before you answer. Now that you answered the question, what is a cat, I'll share with you a usual answer, a usual simple example to answer that question. A cat is an animal that says meow. Again, a cat is an animal that says meow. Why? Why should we answer that way? Again, you're having a hard time expressing yourself even in the simplest way possible. But now, since you cannot express it in a simple way, maybe there's another way. And that is to give, just to give an example. All right. So instead of explaining like, oh, a cat is a very cute animal, blah, blah, blah. Remember, I told you, just think of the person you're talking to as a three-year-old kid even though that person is a native english speaker just think of him as a three-year-old boy or girl and so you don't need to remember a certain word that you've already learned in the past but you cannot remember at the moment because the most important thing at the moment is for you to express the idea in your mind in english and one good way to express your idea is to just give a simple example instead of trying to make it complicated or use some fancy words or expressions. 
right? Because our main purpose, our goal is to be understood by the listener, okay? Instead of expressing your ideas in words, you can also use sounds, okay? You can also use gestures. Gestures mean you can use body language, facial expressions. You can use your hands to point at something you cannot express in words. Just say, oh, this one, okay? Or maybe try to search for it on Google and just show the picture. <laughs> That's your last resort, you know. But I'm not suggesting you to use Google. I'll explain that maybe in our one of our future episodes. But you know, I'm 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 not encouraging you to use Google when you're trying to learn English. All right. Okay. Next, and that is to think in English. Think in English. How can you do it? How can we think in English? It's hard. You know, most of my students are Asians. Uh, some of them are Chinese, Taiwanese, um, Japanese, Koreans. Uh, what else? Thailanders, of course. So, how can we learn how to think in English besides our native language? Actually, there's a lot of ways to learn how to think in English. We cannot really say uh, this is the one good trick you can do. No, there's a bunch of ways. Now, one of the best practices is to listen to native English speakers. Again, listen to native English speakers. Now, how does that help? Try to remember, if you can, the time when you were still in your mother's womb, you know, when your mom was still pregnant of you. For nine months, when you were developing inside her womb, according to experts, uh, babies are already listening, you know, especially after you have developed your brain and, you know, you, all your senses, like your hearing. And after you develop your hearing, you were already listening to your mom, okay? You were listening to your mom, although you didn't understand all the words she was saying. But you learned how to understand when your mom was happy, was sad, was angry through her voice her tone of voice, her intonation. You can feel it. Although you don't understand all the words, you know when she's having a hard time. Now, when you were born, you're still learning how to talk. You haven't talked, but you certainly understand some of the words they're saying. Why? Because you were listening already before you were born until you uttered the first word from your mouth. Now, our point here is when you learn a new language, it's basically the same thing. So many of my students would say, okay, I need to listen to native speakers, but I cannot move to the US or to the UK. Well, 
most people say, ah, you need to watch English movies or shows to be able to listen to native speakers. Well, that's just one of many ways you can listen to native speakers. Now, I'll share with you some of the good ways to listen to native speakers. And that is by listening to podcasts like this. Yeah, of course, you've come to the right place. All right. And another one is to listen to your favorite book's audiobook version. What what do you mean? <laughs> okay. Audiobook version of your favorite English book. Okay. <laughs> that sounds complicated, right? Okay. Just the audiobook. You know, if you have an English audiobook, you can download or you can buy online. That is one of the most effective tools you can use to learn how to think in English. How? You can say, well, you listen to an audiobook in English or to a podcast like this while, okay, listen, this is very important, while you are doing something else. Doing something else? What do you mean? Well, you don't have to sit down and make a schedule on when you are going to listen to an English podcast or audiobook. It doesn't work that way. Well, you can still do that if you want, but here's the thing. You need to listen to an audio book or English podcast while you are doing something else. Let's say you are cooking, you know, doing house chores and stuff uh, while you are traveling, like you're in the bus you know, in in the train station or in a subway, you know, in the train, especially if you're having a long travel or journey. Now, how does it help? This way, you are trying to reprogram your brain to think in English. So it doesn't matter if you don't understand some of the words uh, in the recording. You don't have to search for the word that you don't understand. Again, on Google, you don't, okay, I already told you earlier, you don't need to Google everything. You know, if you don't understand, just forget it. Just ignore it. Uh, we'll discuss more about that later, you know, or in some of our future episodes. But yeah, you don't need to be bothered by the words that you didn't understand. It just... Just ignore it for the meantime and just listen. Yeah, just listen while you're doing your stuff. You're doing your own thing. Okay, so the main point here is we need to learn how to set our brain or our mind into English mode. Okay, let's say your native language is Chinese. Problem is, when you speak English, you're trying to translate, right? You're trying to think first in Chinese, and then you are translating in your head. That is not helpful when you want to acquire a new language, just, just like English. So you need to stop translating in your head. You need to know when to shift from 
Chinese mode into English mode. All right. For this part, you're gonna need somebody you can speak with in English, or you just need to listen to native speakers a lot. All right. So I hope this episode has helped you on your English learning journey. In one of our next episodes, we're going to talk about the other techniques or tips I share with my students when it comes to acquiring the English language. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Pinas Station. Make sure to subscribe from your favorite podcasting service. While you're at it, if you found value in this program, I'd appreciate a good rating from you. You can also download this and the other episodes or simply tell a friend about my program. Be sure to tune in next week. You may also contact me at pinastationchannel at gmail.com. This is Pinastation signing off.